Welcome to KJV Cafe, where the truths of God's Word come alive. Grab a hot cup of coffee or tea and spend some time learning about our Savior and Lord, Jesus Christ. Listen now to Pastor Clark Covington of Heartland Community Baptist Church as he explores great insights from the Word of God. Amen. Glory to God. Welcome to the program. Welcome to the cafe. Pastor Clark Covington here with you for another day. Hopefully you are doing well, uh, enjoying some of this fall weather and the leaves changing. It's beautiful outside. I just thank you so much for being here today. Today we are going to start a two-part series on the heart, on the heart. Oh, how it's so important to protect our heart. Proverbs 4.23 Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. That's Proverbs 4, verse 23. Now, when we look at uh, the author of Proverbs, Solomon, the wisest man to ever live, give us this urging to keep our heart with all diligence. We can look at the definition of diligence as careful and persistent work or effort. I always kind of think of conscientious, you know, um, thoughtful, attention, painstaking type of attention. That is what diligence means, amen? And so when we guard our heart with diligence, when we keep our heart with diligence, we are doing so intentionally. We are doing so all the time, right? We are doing so with a, with a, um, how would you say it? A desire or a attitude of an existing threat of something that's happening that is not going to be good. Why would I say that? Because we live in this world, amen? And in this world, the climate of where our heart is gathered is a very brutal climate. It's a climate full of what? Temptation. I preached a bunch of messages recently on being an overcomer. And I'll be honest with you, as I preached those messages and as I worked diligently, for lack of a better word, in the ministry, more and more obstacles seemed to spring up. More and more problems seemed to occur. Temptations were there. Uh, Frustrations certainly were there. And this is as I'm preaching about being an overcomer, understanding all that goes into that, reading my Bible faithfully, serving the Lord faithfully, and yet (laughs) it just seems the hits keep coming, as they say. The climate we're in is the world, amen? And who's the little g-god of this world? The devil. And what does the devil want to do? He wants you to get you off track. And so if it seems like the more that you're serving God, the more that he's on your back, friend, that is a good sign. Now you may say, that's not a good sign because you don't enjoy it. I'm with you. All right. It's not a good sign. You know what? When the the, uh, kitchen gets hot, you want to get out the kitchen. But God's saying, be faithful and be patient. And to give the end of the message from the beginning, two things that we can learn about guarding our hearts or keeping our hearts is that in times of difficulty, there's a vulnerability there and we must be patient and faithful. And if we're faithful, patient, these things kind of interchangeable, trusting God 
and, and just working on having that godly sense of faith that he will provide and that he will keep us, right, that he'll keep us, then eventually things will calm down. And we'll say, wow, I'm really glad I didn't lose my testimony, right? I'm really glad I didn't make a really poor choice. You know, your heart is vulnerable and tender, okay? And so keep thy heart with all diligence, that careful and persistent work or effort. The reason why here in Proverbs we're being urged to keep our heart with all diligence is because our heart is vulnerable and tender, You know, it's an organ, of course, our heart being an organ, but it references the deepest part of who we are that can go either way, good or evil. Let's take a look at Proverbs 4, uh, verses 20 through 27. My son, attend to my words, incline thy ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart, for they are life unto those that find them and health to all their flesh. Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Put away from thee a froward mouth and perverse lips. Put far from thee. Let thine eyes look right on, and let thine eyelids look straight before thee. Ponder the path of thy feet, and let all thy ways be established. Turn not to the right hand nor to the left. Remove thy foot from evil. And so here we see, and if you get into all of Proverbs 4, it's dealing with you know, children listen to the father, you know, uh, uh, hear the father's instructions, have wisdom, don't forsake it, uh, don't pass it by, uh, don't be involved in mischief, don't drink uh, the wine of violence or eat the bread of wickedness. Uh, and, and so we're dealing with the good and the evil. And I guess what I'm taking from Proverbs 4 is this next layer of good or evil that happens Uh, In our life, how do we respond? So someone may read this in a vacuum and say, okay, well, yeah, I'm just going to serve God and everything's great. But when things aren't great, are you able to serve God? When things aren't great, are you able to maintain your faith? When things aren't great, are you able to stay on that narrow path and not go to the left or to the right as the Lord wouldn't have you to go? Uh, Here the scripture says to ponder the feet of thy path. And let all thy ways be established. So what we're doing here is we're looking at Proverbs 4.24 saying, you know what? To keep our tender heart, we need to be thinking about our path, understanding what could happen. And of course, we get all of our wisdom from the Bible. Jeremiah 17 verse 9 is a very familiar verse, tells us about the negative of the heart. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Jeremiah 17, 9. And so evil, the natural man, the carnal man uh, can come from the heart. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Yet this world tells us to follow our heart. Amen. People will say, I just want to do what's in my heart. Amen. Well, the heart isn't Uh, necessarily yoked up with God. It's certainly not naturally yoked up with God. So we must be saved, must be born again. And then once we're born again, we must be turning to God and walking with the Lord sincerely in faith, especially when the boat gets to rocking, the boat gets to shaking, the turbulence on the water, the storms of life come. And we're in that boat getting rocked to and fro and saying, well, what do we do now? Well, isn't that when oftentimes what has been been called the true character of man comes out 
or people's true colors come out. Yet the heart can be for good in the Bible. This is how we're saved. Our deepest love, our desire for the things of God come out of the heart. Our, our founding verse at our, our little church, Romans 10, 9, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. And see, we, we see here that to be saved, we look at the gospel, right? Which is clearly in 1 Corinthians 15, 1 through 4. Um, also, too, in the book of Romans, of course, uh, that we are all sinners. We all fall short. Uh, our righteousness is like filthy rags. We have a sin debt we cannot pay. The wages of sin is death. Uh, but the gift of God is everlasting life through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Jesus Christ died for our sins on the cross. We accept Christ as Savior. And then w- what happens? Well, we're saved. We're born again. Amen. And when we're born again, how how is that accepting? Where is it occurring? In our heart, Romans 10, 9. So we're confessing with the mouth, but our heart, in our heart, in the deepest part of us, we believe that God hath raised him from the dead, and therefore we're saved, and we're born again. And so the heart here is a very positive thing in the Bible, just as it can be a very negative thing in the Bible. Look at the time of Jeremiah. Jeremiah is speaking to a wicked, reprobate, backslid uh, Israelite people that, that would not listened to their God that had been taken captive by the enemy because the Lord allowed them to be taken captive. It was their punishment. Amen. And the prophet Jeremiah is speaking a great truth that people are following their hearts and their hearts are leading them into paganism and idolatry and all kinds of problems. And so we see it can go either way. The heart can be good or can be bad, right? And people oftentimes think, okay, well, you know, I get an education, I get a suitable career or job, um, I follow the laws in this country or whatever country you're living in, and, you know, I can just follow my heart, right? Celebrate it. And yet it, it, it is, is very dangerous to do that if we don't understand the context in which we're doing it in and we don't understand the natural man versus the born-again one. And that's why it's so important to understand that we need to be diligent. We need to first understand these things. Many Christians probably don't understand these things. So we have to ask ourselves, which one are we putting forth today? Are, is our heart acting deceitful? What does deceitful mean? Does it not mean trickery? Amen. Does it not mean uh, being deceived? Think about this. You know, a, 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 a trick, a, a deceit, it's not coming from a holy, righteous God. He's not up there in heaven saying, oh, let me trick all those people that believe on me and that say they believe on me. No, uh, that's the devil. The devil's the father of all lies, amen. He's the author of confusion, right? He's the one deceiving and misleading, not God, amen. And so if our heart is deceitful, our heart being in the natural man is telling us things that we want to do for our own gratification that has nothing to do with God's plan for us. And so that's where that fleshly desire comes in. Again, in these messages I had preached recently on the overcoming life, we talked about that was the whole point, to overcome temptation, overcome the desires of the flesh for quick gratification, whether 
is involved with money and security, whether it's involved in, in sexual things like fornication or adultery or homosexuality, whether it's involved uh, in coveting or whether it's involved in pride and fame, vanity. These, all these things are offering us this quick fix that is supposed to make us happy, right? And our hearts are telling us, yeah, yeah, that's good, that's good, right? Like an empty belly and you see food that's not good for you and your, your, your belly's telling you, oh, it's, it's good for you, it's totally good for you, you know, and you're tricked, amen, and you're tricked. And so we have to make sure that we understand the principle in which uh, God wants us to understand, which is that our heart can be used for good or bad. You know, you hear in the ministry that, oh, I've uh, the Lord's put on my heart to do this or that. I have a heart for this group or that group. See, so again, the Lord can use our hearts in a good way. I believe that if someone tells me uh, that the Lord's burdened them uh, and, and they burden their heart, I believe them. I don't believe that's deceitful. But if someone's in the world and the world's telling them, yeah, you know, uh, go do this thing that's not godly, then they're being tricked. Amen. Anything that is not of God is certainly not a good thing to do. And when our hearts are communicating that to us, and it can be subtle and sly, like it could look like no big deal. Oh, I'm just going to a movie. But then that movie blasphemes God, and that movie's got worldly themes. That movie makes you covet something else, and that movie gives you bad language into your mouth and all these things. And it looked harmless, right? And, and go to a movie like we used to go to a movie theater. Now you just stream it on your phone, and that's what's so dangerous But the world we live in today. And so we want to just be mindful of guarding our heart, of keeping a diligent watch over our heart. And that starts by praying and seeking the Lord, by staying in his word, and by understanding that in difficult times, the Lord is building faith and patience within us. And that's okay, amen. It is okay to go through difficult times. It's okay to fall short. It's okay to even be angry sometimes, amen. But you've got to give it to God and you've got to guard your heart so that you are not allowing your heart to lead you in a bad direction, amen, but in a good direction. Keep the, thy heart with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life for out of it are the issues of life. And next episode, we're going to talk about what those issues of life are and why they're important. But I thank you so much for listening today. Uh, visit us online, kjvcafe.com or facebook.com forward slash kjvcafe. Thank you so much for listening. Take care. God bless and amen. Thanks for visiting the cafe today. Our goal is to inspire you with the truth and depth of God's word in a straightforward manner. Do you know Jesus? you can today. Visit kjvcafe.com to learn more about God's great plan of salvation for all of mankind. Until next time, remember, as Matthew chapter 6, verse 33 puts it, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. <laughs>